were supposed to talk about. I hey, know. Yeah. Uh, Foreshadowing uh, for uh, next week. Uh, I'm, I'm the pothead, but okay. <laughs> yeah. look, at, look, look at me. I'm the host now. <laughs> Oh. Hey, remember twelve years ago when you got us all together to do this? You know, I think I got Kuru or something from um. Some Is that a ord- streaming app? <laughs> it's a disease from cannibalism. Okay, no, oh yeah, that, that causes brain fog. It creates like, uh, the black bile. It, uh, a number of um negative effects. You've um, been talking about cannibalism for as long God, as i can remember that's true <laughs> that's, yeah. and he, that recipe for the, mm, the roast long pig is let's, just, let's have phil mm, he's even good cold mm, great party talking Thanks about the long I, I always wonder what happened to the co-host that came before us <laughs> <laughs> every every 12 years he goes to another school <laughs> and starts a podcast <laughs> oh is he so into vampires that's a plot too? for next week's movie <laughs> vampires he's always talking about the body and the blood yeah, what's that yeah, about i don't know uh but you've been talking about <laughs> premise for my new movie it's jeepers creepers but their podcast host <laughs> someone's a cannibal <laughs> you've been talking about we are what we are since it came out oh it's so good in 2013 I liked and you it. did not know that it was a remake of no i did not this film from 2010 no i was unaware and uh it's a different movie it's a very very different movie uh it's much more so there's a ritual that's spoken of quite a bit in this movie mm-hmm. um the remake is much more like it's full out you know bible fundamentalist gone wrong kind yeah. of stuff everything's gender swapped too and, right and, well it's a little gender swapped and it's real country yeah uh real country um so that's where all the religious are and and, and well and very rural in that yeah. sense yeah uh, and this true. is this is a very very urban film and i was surprised at that i was expecting sort of you know one to one so yeah somewhere you know in, in in you know near guadalajara or something like that or something off the uh sort of uh the california peninsula mm-hmm. gulf of cortez something i i I don't know what I expected. Is this a geography lesson, or are we doing a movie? Well, you know, I'm doing, I, I've been doing a lot of geography lately. Have you, have you noticed? Yeah. Um, look to the future. So have we. We've been to <laughs> we've been to uh, Korea. We've been to uh, I don't know wherever Sweden. Is that where the vampire was? That's that, where the vampire, the vampire was. was. Now we find ourselves in Mexico. Mexico. And so we're looking at uh, We Are What We Are, or Somo Como Kai Hey Hi Somos Lo Hey Hi. Hi. Sorry. Yeah, um, I, I did fuck that up. It's um, but yes. did better than him. He's just throwing out consonants and vowels. <laughs> I call it teaching. <laughs> I'm still Dustin. I'm still Arthur. I'm still Dalton. And we're delighted that you're with us, dear listener, as you've tuned into the Good Trash Honor Cast, which is a re- analysis show, not a review show. And that means we are going to spoil this movie. So if you have not seen this movie, nor its American remake, uh, we are going to talk about how it ends. They do end similar, 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 very much the same kind of way. And uh, <laughs> similar. <laughs> Similac. <laughs> Are you really making mm. baby formula jokes? You really have lost your mind. Um, sim, sim, simulac and simulacra? Is sim, that a simulac? Is, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to cram Baudrillard into this joke. Pumpkin spice latte. And now we're going to now do the thing that we do, which is going to be an analysis. But we're going to avoid the spoilers for the first part of the show. We're going to have review, which will be spoiler free. We'll have a little game, which might be thematically spoilerific, but it won't be in a detailed kind of way spoilerific then we're going to sound some music to let you know that we have gotten down to business and all spoiler bets are off so that's your warning dear listener as to what's going on so with that in mind arthur gordon you my friend you the man the guy the guy with the big red beard do tell us um what is the synopsis of this film after the death of their father alfredo and julian find themselves needing to provide food for the family food of the human variety the meat of the long peak. Yes. 
It's a movie about eating people. Kind and, of. And other, but mostly other stuff. Mostly other stuff. I mean, yeah. the, the, the trying to eat people. Yeah. Fail. Attempting to. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's like the uh, the carekeeper from Let the Right One In had a family that yes. were as, as inept as he was. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking if Eyes Wide Shut was about cannibalism, that's this movie. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Damn. Do I like this movie more now? Yes. Uh-oh. That's the right decision. Uh, okay. I like that read. Um, so uh, we are all virgin viewers to this film, I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, have either of you seen the remake? No. no. Okay. So, so Dalton, you can't go first. I go to you first. Dalton, what do you say in review since I, I understand... I have a whim from the future where I understand that you might be a little cool on this film. Yeah, uh, this is uh, my least favorite film of Shocktober 12, The International, unfortunately. Uh, There's a lot to like here. There's like a three star movie for me. um, So I'm, I'm not I'm positive overall. I am a little cool, though. I just I couldn't I couldn't give myself over to this movie for whatever reason. Uh, I thought, uh, as Arthur said, the characters are very inept. uh, And that was more than a little annoying to me. Uh, I also <laughs> couldn't really get into um, anybody's performance except for uh, Paulina Gaetan as uh, Sabina. Sabina. I really liked her a lot. Um, I get I, the brothers. There's Javier and Alfredo. Is yeah, that right? Alfredo's the I older like brother. I like Alfredo. I guess he's okay. I, I just couldn't get into... Uh, I think he won some awards. Really, I, I really liked Alfredo. I couldn't get into either of them. And maybe it was like a characterization. I Now, I like Alfredo. There's like a sequence of the film that I'm very on board with and it's kind of like one of the key moments of the film where a bunch of stuff is happening at once and i'll stay vague since we're not in spoilers yet but suffice to say basically the whole family is out hunting at the same time mm-hmm. yeah. and to me that's like when the, mo- the movie's really cooking and they're not looking for bargains at the local costco no um I, and, I, and i don't think that's, that's you know we're staying spoiler free but the movie like very early on is like oh they're cannibals and dad is the one that used to be responsible for bringing people mm-hmm. home and now one of them's gonna have to figure out to do it and it's this whole patriarchal power vacuum you know created by the death of the parent and oh isn't that interesting and oh it's oh the the eating people is tied to like sex and sexuality very often and isn't that interesting and yeah i saw raw okay I, I, which came out after this i know but bear with me I just, I couldn't, I don't know if I've seen too many cannibal movies, not enough cannibal movies. I don't know if the filmmaking was too flat for me. How many is too many is the question. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's, there's no such thing. I don't know. All all I know is we are what we are did not work for me as well as I wanted it to. And I, I, I really felt like I was given it an honest try. Uh, but I, I could not give myself over to this film when it was finally over. I said, thank God. I do like the ending. Uh, and the, the, the I feel like they really lay in the plane and I was like, OK, cool, great. I, I'm overwhelmed. I'm a majority positive on this based on the ending. But it, it just takes so long to get where it's going. And it's only a 90 minute movie. I just I couldn't. I know I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about it, because I know I'm assuming you liked it a lot because I know you like the uh, remake. I'm assuming this worked on you. Um, and I, based on a couple of things you've said, Arthur, I think it worked on you better than it did on me. So I'm, I'm, I want to hear what you guys have to say. All right. Well, thank you very much for that, Dalton. What do you say, Arthur? Do you like We Are What We Are? I, <clears throat> we are what we eat. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, you know what? I did like it. I, I was pretty invested in this story of, you know, can they pull it off? <laughs> <It's> essentially, <laughs> what it is is, you know, I, I, I think Alfredo and Julian are really good. I think they have a good chemistry in the. 
it, it, it you know we're gonna talk about next week too i think some but the idea of this is very much a family drama and then there's some cannibal stuff happening within it and i i don't know i was pretty invested in you know can alfredo do the thing can he take charge or will mom you know maintain it really is all these like family dynamics like why don't you love me mom kind of stuff yeah um that play out uh the sister i think is really good because she's sort of manipulating everything as well yeah uh so i really is that the sabina yeah, yeah. sabina i think is really cool me too um I, I again i think she's a great performance i do think julian's probably the weak link in the performances but uh, i i think alfredo's good i i really into him um i i like where it take I, it wasn't what I was expecting at all because I was a little familiar with the I haven't seen the American but I was more familiar with it and kind of the idea of the rural religious thing and that's kind of again what I was bringing into this and it was much different and like mm-hmm. kind of setting it in the heart of this you know is it Mexico City or it never says <clears throat> I mean it could be Monterey I mean yeah. it, it seems like a large Mexican large city. yeah city is I think a really cool way to do that and, and you know I think like a lot of Mexican film allows it to kind of play with the politics and class and ideas like mm-hmm. that that I think these films are pretty familiar with doing, especially if you think about Caron uh, uh, or Del Toro. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I like where it goes. I think it does end well. You know, it's not like blowing the roof off the place. Great. Uh, but I had a good time with it, enjoyed it. And I think I would go back to it. And I do say, you know, watching this on Tubi, I gotta say, Tubi does a good job with ad breaks. They know they where do. to put them. Yeah, like I really appreciate that. I think I only had I had you know started with an ad, and I think I had one ad break. I was, had a couple, but I they were several. so naturally placed mm-hmm. that it was like okay. I wonder is, if I gamed the system out by watching it on my computer instead of the app. Maybe, maybe. And there was one time I paused it, came back in, it like ad break, and then it just skipped it. Nice. Um, but you know, watching stuff on Hulu and like I'm in the movie, and then all of a sudden it just goes to ad, like. At least give me the countdown. Be mm-hmm. nice, like Tubi. Be gentle with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't just well. There's do a countdown, this. and it's almost always at like a fade to black moment. Yeah, you know, yeah, like a sort of like a segment co- chapter break. Like people who used to program TV know what they're doing or something over there. Tubi. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I but I did. I did like we are what we are, Dustin. So what do you think? Um, it was a good time, and the reason why I I, I wonder about Dalton and the wavelength, um, because it is very much um what if eyes wide shut but cannibals it is very much what if simple plan via the hudsucker proxy in the cohen universe of incompetent sort of criminals doing their mm-hmm. incompetent kind of thing and and so it's very much a black comedy much more than it is a horror film i mean there are okay. hor- horrific bits of it but that it, it seems to be more about that and 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 with less sort of um wily e. coyote kind of gonzo silliness um, and, and so they're just, they can't get it done. But I, I, I would dare say mom coming in with a shovel at a particular moment, I'll say no more is funny. I think it's supposed to be <laughs> funny. Um, I, I think, uh, even, you know, sort of the, the semi failed attempt, um, to initially, um, encourage someone to get in one's vehicle. Um, and the difficulty that sort of ensues there. I, I think that's, again, it's supposed to be somewhat humorous. Uh, the rejection of a particular human to be eaten because of 
traits. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of those things are supposed to be, again, amusing. The incompetence of the police. Tito is funny all by himself. I he think is. Tito's like reads as funny no matter where you go. Tito, the, I, I liked both of the detectives. Tito the coroner? Tito the coroner. Uh, back, from, back from yeah. Kronos. He is very funny. I was also liked the detectives. They're the co- yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're funny. Yeah. And uh, I, again, I, I think those kinds of moments are give you a, a better sense of what this movie is doing. Yes, there are some horrific thing. There's a, there's some there's some interesting gore. There's some interesting sort of special effects kind of stuff going on uh, with the movie, and obviously the subject matter itself. A lot itself, of off screen though, kind yeah. of in, in very much in the vein of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and but it, it, it's it's played deadpan serious. Mm-hmm. It's funny, but it's not at all. It never winks at the camera. And and so um, what I remember thinking was about I don't know. 20 minutes in the movie's like, oh, this is a black comedy. Okay. Different brain. Put that brain on. And I had a good time. Interesting. And so I, I think I think if you think of it as kind of a Cohen's cannibal movie or Eyes Wide Shut but Bodies, um, it, it's kind of that kind of thing. Um, it, it's a very different uh, set of expectations and a different set of uh, viewing strategies uh, for it. So, but, and because I did put those on, I had a good time. So I liked it. I had, a, I had fun with it. Um, I, I, I just want to say, I do really, really like, uh, Alfredo's performance. I think Sabine is quite good too, but, um, I thought Alfredo stood out for me. Um, as far as that goes, I also like the, uh, I remember seeing the credit and I've now lost it, but the, uh, sound of the music, um, is done by a little group. Um, and I forget their name. Um, I'm seeing it's, uh, a Enrico Chapella, but isn't there uh, a, a group he's associated with? Maybe there isn't. Um, I might be thinking of the last movie, which is in the future. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, I enjoyed the music. It was good. Um, and good job, Enrique. Enrico. Enrico. Um, so there you go, dear listener. Um, we like the movie quite a bit. Let's move on to the next part of the show, which is called Expanding the Syllabus. And now Arthur's going to explain to you what that's all about. Yeah, expanding the syllabus is a thought experiment wherein we, the hosts, uh, assemble an academic course or module within a course based around the assigned viewing for the week and adjacent texts from books and articles to tangentially related films and stories. Yes, indeed. That's exactly what that is. Arthur, do you come prepared with the syllabus, my friend? Yeah, I just thought about monster families. Um, that's what I think about sometimes. Families just are monster monsters. families. Thanks, buddy. Um, <laughs> and so I, I think. You're, we're just gonna, I mean, obviously jumping around kind of in the horror and horror adjacent uh, realms, but I think we would start with the idea of maybe a little bit of a found family. You know, when you get some roommates, you just bond, especially if you live with each other for hundreds of years. And so I think we would start with what we do in the shadows, nice. uh, which is a fun, just a bunch of people trying to live life together. You know, roommates, you have your ups and downs. If you've ever had a roommate, sometimes they suck. Uh, but you still love them at the end of the day, right? And so I, I think there's a way in which that becomes a found family. Uh, and so we'd start there. Obviously, uh, we'd talk about the Sawyers. We'd talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, and another fun family of cannibals uh, over there. Look, look and, what and your craftsmen. brother did to the door. Yeah, man. Uh, I thought about that line watching this movie several times. <laughs> if I had thought about that line, I probably would have had a better time. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, I think from uh, Texas Chainsaw, we're going to jump over to us and the Tethered Wilson family and uh, the fun dynamics that Jordan Peele does there. Uh, I, I think it's just really cool in the witch and the way in which he plays with the ideas of the doppelganger and the the tethered and, and what that is. Um, obviously, I think we got to talk about the Firefly family, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. We got to talk about Rob Zombie. And, and because of that, we'd also probably talk a, bit, a little bit about the Munsters as well. Uh, and the ways in which some of these ideas carry across between, you know, these two very distinctive types of movies. But I think ideas that are very near to zombies heart are, are, are a present in both. Mm-hmm. Um, along with the monsters, I think you got to talk about the atoms. Sure. I, I don't know that I'd classify them as monsters, but they're close enough. I think and they've got some relatives that are. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the baby comes out with a mustache. Something's going on. Right. That's not a normal family. <laughs> so uh, we talk about the Adams. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, and, and then just an honorable mention, because I haven't seen it, uh, but it kept popping up. And that is the Jupiter family from the hills have eyes. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think we just talk about the dynamic of the family, the others, monsters, um, and even, you know, monsters have families. And, and you know, just because they don't look like us. And they have different cultural beliefs and rituals. Yeah, if you and kill that monster, Dutch. mom is waiting on you with a milk, cup of warm milk, and yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, even if they're Dutch, you still love them, and you still <laughs> you gotta you gotta embrace that sometimes. So that's what we take a look at is the idea of the monster family. So Dalton, what do you have prepared? Uh, something kind of middling to kind of transition from Arthur to you, because I know you're thinking about cannibals this week. Yes. Arthur's thinking about. Monster families. I was kind of specifically thinking of families and cannibals. So obviously I also thought about the Sawyers from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and and that, you know, lifestyle that they're living out in rural Texas. Uh, of course, thought of uh, Raw, uh, the Julia Darkenau film. Um, and I thought about uh, the TV adaptation of Hannibal, um, mm-hmm. specifically the, um, what is he called? The Minnesota Shrike or what, whatever they call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Gary G- Jacob Hobbs. There, Gary Jacob Hobbs. There we go. And his daughter, uh, whose first name Abigail. is... Abigail. Abigail. There we go. Abigail Hobbs. I just kept thinking Hobbs. Um, and yeah, Shaw? Ab- and Calvin? <laughs> Calvin and Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Calvin, Calvin to Paramount Hob- Plus Damn. this fall. Oh, boy. Calvin <laughs> and Hobbs and Shaw. Some... God, I wish we were big enough to have people churning out fan art all the time. <laughs> Holy shit, I can't stop thinking about Calvin and Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, <laughs> Call Heath and see what he can do yeah, for us. Yeah, I'll be, yeah. I'm going I'm to put out some feelers on that. Uh, anyway, Ooh, Abigail Hobbs. Just Calvin P. Uh, on the rock. <laughs> Abigail Hobbs and her three daddies in Hannibal is just sort of a, an interesting, I don't know, maybe I thought about that a lot during We Are What We Are. Uh, just like... This sort of abusive family that is couched in love, theoretically. I don't know. I, I thought about Hannibal a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think you probably have something with a little bit more bones on it. And speaking of, I did also think of bones and all. Yeah, okay, uh, good. But uh, yeah, I, I just kind of thought about this sort of this idea of cannibalism as like a familial trait, either one to be like controlled or hidden or um, managed in some way. Just kind of this idea of like, 
something broken in the family line that has to be dealt with. It was what I kept thinking about. And and maybe we'll get into that when we, we kind of break open this movie analytically. But what, what were you thinking about with cannibal stuff? So specifically, as far as where it would go on a syllabus, this is not in the regular sort of watching module. This mm-hmm. is an assignments module. This is one of the options for a project. Uh, the project would be the conventions and tropes of horror. And so you would have to explore a particular horror trope. And uh, there would be a little section there where it's meets back on the menu boys Mm -hmm. and uh so this is cannibalism in the film and so yes this movie obviously a cannibal film Uh, i would probably also put its remake as well um from the guy from stakeland i think it's still you know worth the time and looking at that obviously the belgian film raw that we have talked and sung its praises for so many years uh now definitely is a film that would kind of have to make the list here as a a way in which we think about this particular kind of horrific thing um and uh the other movie that i really thought about um you know going back into the archives is the texas chainsaw massacre and uh it's um sort of really specific just like raw kind of thoughts on the meat uh, meat packing industries, um, the way in which labor's work uh, works, and all that, and also just the sort of vegetarianism uh, combined with raw. And then I think we have to go to the grandfather of them all, which is *Nigh the Living Dead*, which is fundamentally a cannibalism film. We don't think about this, but zombies eat people, and mm-hmm. it's and, and the way in which that it takes on this religious connotation of consuming the body for eternal life. And uh, and so I think that might be an interesting way to play with it and uh, to come up with some sort of argument uh, dealing with those things. Again, giving some students some options, trace the convention, the trope, the way it develops, uh, the way uh, different filmmakers might expand on or focus in on or reevaluate certain preoccupations within that particular um, convention, which is. Again, sort of like one of the greatest high crimes, right? One of the most crucial things. Now, one of the things that I think is interesting about We Are What We Are and uh, also the, the this version and more so um, the, uh, the American remake is the idea of the negative fiscal effects of cannibalism, uh, the prions that you get and diseases you might develop. And so um, I think that's interesting. Uh, as an exploration as well. So there you go, dear listener. Your reading list just got much longer, but I believe now... It is time we get down to business. It's business. It's business time. I don't know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. It's business time. Ooh, it's business. It's business time. That's right, dear listener. And the business is, as always, analysis. Um, where do we want to begin, friends and neighbors? Boy, is there a lot of stuff going on in here. Uh-huh. Uh, we got... The less dead with them targeting sex workers and their dads being a frequenter of sex workers. Uh, we've Possibly. got. I mean, we, we think. We don't know. Uh, mom's utter disdain for sex workers seems to say probably. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then we've got Julian's utter disdain for uh, queer people uh, and Alfredo's potential queerness. It seems that he's, he is. Yeah, yeah. That was my, that was my yeah. read. Um, I don't know. There's. I, I, I wanted to like the live ammunition they were playing with. And maybe you guys can kind of convince me that they did did a due diligence. I didn't really feel like there was enough interesting there. Like, yeah, okay, if, if we accept the reading that Alfredo is like dealing with, you know, sort of some, some closeted um, queer feelings and, you know, Julian's not comfortable with that. Like that is, as Arthur said, like the, the family drama stuff like mm-hmm. there is like really fraught and like interesting. I don't know how much is actually teased out other than like this sort of, this one moment that again, like ends on a 
comedy note of mom running in and like hitting a cab driver in the face with a shovel. Uh, I thought you were talking about the first time mom shows up with a shovel. Uh, and that, that was like the one moment where I was legitimately horrified. So I, I was kind of confused why you were oh, yeah. uh, calling it. A, and I was like, Oh, he's talking about the part with cab driver gets smashed. Yeah. That's funny. I think, I think they're both, I mean, I think they're both blackly funny. I don't, I, think, I, think I, 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 I don't think it's like you, if you laugh out loud, there's something wrong with you. But, um, that is I, I think it's the sudden sort of shock of it is, yeah. is supposed to be the one, two, five of a, of the, of a humor structure. Yeah. The shock of the first time she shows up the shovel really, got me and mm, scared mm-hmm. me and uh was very horrified by the, like the slow close-up of the aftermath of mm, that like yeah. killing um but anyway so uh, all that to say like we're playing with some big ideas well i think the movie does well this idea of keeping a lot of stuff off the screen what is the ritual we don't know yeah how long has this been going on we don't know was this passed on from a prior generation we don't know is it even important it, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, something I think Alfredo asks yeah. is, why are we even, do we have to do this? Yeah. What's mm-hmm. going to happen? Mom seems don't. to think something bad will happen. Yeah. 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 And, and it, sometimes tradition is bad for tradition's sake. Yeah. Right. And it, or is there <clears throat> of some kind of curse? Are they going to turn into werewolves or something? Yeah. yeah. Yep. We, don't, we don't know. What happens if I don't invite you in? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and, and so uh, I think the same thing with Alfredo's homosexuality. Mm-hmm. I think it's left off the page, but we, it, we, it we, we very subtext. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. But we see all these sort of uh, indicators, you know, strongly, you know, uh, patriarchal sort of family sort of dynamics, mm-hmm. uh, the way in which Javier is, or not Javier, Julian, Julian. is the uh, slightly better son, but mm-hmm. he's a little bit too much. A little too much of a wild card. Yeah, yeah. Um, just impulsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but but seems to be the, the the man's man of the boy, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then sort of better suited in some ways, just he lacks the mental acumen uh, for that. And uh, the reference to his sensitivity by Sabina, and then and um, the, the fact that he's able to sort of be as successful as he is in a homosexual um, context, um, luring a victim, um, and is much much less successful. Well, in- the way he plays it, I, the, the actor plays it is like it's like a realization. And then you know mm-hmm. when the guy he's trying to lure home and him kiss for the first time, there's kind of like a moment where it feels like confirmation, figuring yeah. something yeah. out. And I am this way, you know, why can't you love me? You know, you yeah. made me this That's way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. scene, yeah, is like the kind of the biggie on the eye chart with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and so I, I tend to I tend to think, though, it is uh, it is playing it subtly. It's not, you know, yeah. not going to just sort of like, I don't know, have, you know, pictures of Wham in magazines mm-hmm. or something like that in his, under his bed. <laughs> He's not karaoke George yeah. Michael. It. Yeah. <laughs> but we all are, you know, while, while it's not like written large we all are also dealing with like the spanish equivalent of the f slur being thrown around mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. ton sure and just sort of this well, and the like, same thing for sex worker slurs exactly yeah, yeah. um so we we're throwing around like sort of this dehumanizing language uh to deal with people that don't fit neatly in with this very like patriarchal rigid conception of society which you know Mexico's got their own stuff with uh, Spanish culture, just like we have our own stuff with English culture and and Spanish culture. Mm -hmm. So like some trickle over from Europe with with some of these like cultural preoccupations with like sexuality specifically and like what one does with their sexuality. Um, You know, it's it's there's interesting things there. And I I agree with you. I think a lot of it is like left up to subtext in, in a good way. But well, I just I wonder how successful it is at tackling some of these issues. Well, I don't know how much it's so much tackling that particular issue. I think it's using um, that particular um, question mm-hmm. um, to question issues of tradition. Mm-hmm. I, I think okay. I, I think it becomes a thing of these are the expectations. But what if the human beings that um, we give birth to 
um, have a different sort of measure of what romance looks like or what life looks like Mm -hmm. or what their religious self-understanding may look like or their dietary understandings may look like or that they're just they don't want to you know i don't know always go fishing on fourth of july weekend if that's the you know what i mean like they they're not they're not interested in the family hobbies and so it seems to be again in this sort of horror skin um doing that that same question what if the next set of kids just don't care about the same things mom and dad do yeah. in the same ways that mom and dad do. Well, and what do you do when dad's gone? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. does, does the whole thing collapse under its own weight without like the other parental figure there? Yeah. That's something that like feels kind of hit home several times. Like we're all going to die. Dad's dead. We're screwed. So it just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Which, which I think is, is sort of an economics thing that sure. it's doing okay. at that point is that yeah. he is um, literally the breadwinner. Bread bread the, yeah. The, yeah. The hunter and gatherer. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so, uh, again, do they eat other stuff? I assume they do. I assume that that's not all that. I don't know. It never on. says. Yeah. No, we're I, not sure. I mean, I would assume that they would, you know, they, they act like they're starving and like mm-hmm. there's nothing else that they do eat. Maybe the can just doesn't sustain them in the way that they need. Yeah, and maybe they will turn into zombies or something. I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, the urgency is to eat at a specific time with this ritual. Mm-hmm. So maybe other point. I mean, maybe they can kind of supplement it around the year as long as they get to the ritual. You know, like, yeah, not, long you know, as again, you we don't know the rules. You don't feed them I after mean, midnight. The not concerned yeah. with the rules. I think, Dalton, to your point, to kind of maybe help, is that, you know, our gay character, our gay hors d'oeuvre to be does mm-hmm. get away. Yeah. Which I think helps the film you know i think if killing him would have been the wrong move yeah kind of feels like after especially after like the very violent death of the sex worker they abduct yeah and, then and the, and the, the fact that driver. the sex workers get revenge yeah presumably mm-hmm. yeah right we, we we don't get to see it but we can presume that yeah. that's exactly what happens to mom yeah right i think that kind of allows some there's like balm a sim- on that wound unlike other films we'll look at in this marathon yeah there is sort of like a sense of justice at the end of this film in some yeah. some ways like there are closed loops that yeah. we don't get and maybe you know in horror films that offer less resolution yeah that's that's fair and i, I think you're right like a, that is kind of like a humanistic track for the film to end up going down yeah. as far as how it, it lets things unfold yeah, yeah. but it, it does feel much more metaphor or allegory about mm-hmm. the question of you know, i mean it's like the lottery the, the shirley jackson yeah, short yeah. story is like tradition for tradition shake mm-hmm. sake gets us nowhere yeah like why you know yeah i mean obviously we all thought about raw um because we've mentioned it a couple of times but like specifically like this connection between sex and sexuality and like consumption of flesh this like vor we want to get you know into things that are popular on the internet like this this idea is there's a line between you know do you, you're making a face i don't know about this i don't know that i do it's you know vor's uh like wanting to be i can't remember if it's wanting to consume or wanting to be consumed there's a different word for each one and it's not like a full cannibal fetish like it's 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 like more esoteric and let me more call like, up army hammer and find out yeah i, I don't <laughs> uh, anyway um as in carniv okay uh anyway uh, there, there is this line sort of drawn between consumption and, you know, sexuality and flesh and ownership. And, and again, it's, I think it's more, there's more, yeah, don't go, you don't want, don't, don't go Googling for, I'm not going to, that won't help you. <laughs> I mean, it, it will help you understand. Might wind up on a watch list. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, it won't help you understand. It will just help you <laughs> have, more a, questions. have an operational definition. Yeah. Um, that's all it'll do. Hey, we're uh, talking about operational definitions in Comp 1, so maybe yeah. I can. 
I've got a great illustration for you, students. And I'll see you never. Uh, I think raw, like that, this sort of this idea of like the cannibalism and sexuality are like much more tied in that. Yes, film, for sure. But like, you know, mom uses sexuality to lure the cab driver in. Alfredo uses sexuality to lure the guy from the club home. So like, there is like an element of this going on. Well, it's a vampire trope. Sure. I mean, fundamentally, yeah, the right? classic. Mm-hmm. Like, get get your guard down so I can attack you, sort of thing. Yeah, and maybe it is just the classic vampirism. That allegory, yeah, and I, I so, but I think the again the allegory is the allegorical piece. I think again is the critique of tradition and the question of you know what do you do and how do you do it. And so I keep circling back to that because it does seem to be like that's the sort of swirling heart, hot center of this. Um, the other the other idea are economic and sort of justice oriented. The the, the police incompetence and mm-hmm. indifference are also major pieces of this. Big time. And so and, and the ways in which we sort of assume confidence, we assume trust, and it it asks those questions in sort of big big neon letters. There's like, wait a minute, are, are the cops really on? Do they care? We don't do old cases. You know, we don't. We don't even do new cases. Yeah, well, yeah no and. <laughs> and they're not interested in figuring out who the finger belonged to, you know. I'm there, it's like, oh, I'm not gonna figure this out, mm-hmm. which has a very um, clearly painted fingernail on it. So, we can, ass- I, 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 I feel like that was code for that was also a sex worker as well. Well, the siblings all seem to like think that, like, Sabine's always is, is makes the comment of like, you think dad never did? Like, what do you mean we can't bring home sex workers? Like, where do you think our food is coming from? Yeah, yeah. so. There definitely is that implication. That is like where it's been coming from, which I think is like part of mom's like violent reaction. Yeah, it is like because of her husband, right? Mm-hmm. That, I, that to me was always the implication. Her what? like her being like, "Stay away from my sons," and dropping off this dead body, like definitely is like so again gets to that idea of like kind of the controlling mm-hmm. uh, dynamic that can exist between parents and children. Well, also sort of like she now has power that there's a vacuum of power and mm-hmm. she's sort of like stretching her wings out there. Mm. You know, it seems that, okay, I can run this and control this because I was always in this sort of, you know, Lieutenant kind of position, but now I can general this a little bit differently. And yet is like kind of paralyzed by grief. Right. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's why the siblings are all like having these power dynamic conversations of who is going to step up because none of them see mom stepping up because mm-hmm. of her grief. Um, so that, yeah, I mean, you guys talking about this as like having these black comedy elements and these family drama elements are sort of starting to make me, I don't know. I, again, like I didn't dislike the movie. I was just bored with it. It is making me sort of it having an easier time engaging with it now as we're talking about it. it makes me want to give it a revisit at some point for sure. Um, so it is set in the same world as Kronos. I don't know if there's anything. There. I don't know. That, I don't know. There's such a, a random. This is like the. Uh, oh, is it the Blade Runner sequel? That's like just like randomly set in the same universe as Blade Runner, but has no, you know what I'm talking about? I can't, uh, yeah, that yeah. 90s action movie. I can't think of what it is. Maybe a Kurt Russell movie? Is it Paycheck? No. No, it is a Kurt Russell movie. I, yeah, it's Universal, no, it's not Universal Soldier. I think it's just called Soldier, maybe. It's, um, but yes, I know what movie you're you talking about. You know what I'm talking about, about though. Yes, I do. Um, and it's like barely a sequel yeah, to, it's just to like Blade Runner. in name alone kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but it is weird that we we get this character from a you know a beloved auteur's early film showing up. Um, you know after that auteur has gone on to have a ton of success because Cronus is ninety three, mm-hmm. this almost twenty ten. So many 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 years after Cronus has I mean, kind it's of a, it's gotten a right its criterion release. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. 
you know, I, I think it is just kind of, I don't think it serves anything other than to be an homage to like Mexican cinema at large, mm-hmm. probably as specifically like independent Mexican cinema, right? Cause right. Furnace was an indie film. Yes. Wasn't it? That's what yes. I thought. I didn't think it had like any sort of like, I think it got picked up pretty quickly, but yes, yeah. it was uh, independently financed. If I recall, that was my thinking as well. Last time I thought about it. Uh, and this film, like I didn't look up the financing too much on this, but like certainly has the, the feel of a smaller production for sure. Yes. Arthur. What? All right. Any, any luck over there? On the no, budget. we're still. Yeah, I'm. No, he's I just keep thinking about the 2049 stuff. He's still trying to find the other sequel, the the the, the unofficial Blade yeah. Runner sequel. That's too bad. Did anyone watch the unofficial? There you go. This is a different thing. Oh well, it doesn't mean, matter. It doesn't matter. Sorry, it's fine. We're talking about we are what we are. We are what which we which there's no budgetary information about this on Wikipedia, so it's kind of hard to know. Uh, yeah, where the financing came from. Yeah, uh, shot in Mexico City. Uh, looks like it uh, showed up at the 2010 Cannes Film Festival. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, it it was a small little independent film from from Mexico. But getting that con um, screening is pretty important. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, I mean, you 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 want that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's where you want to show I, up. I think that's it. Yeah, you want that invite? I would. I would. I would accept. I keep. I keep hoping for Hell Hath No Fury getting the con invite. Yeah, yeah. Getting, that's what you're wanting. Getting the nod. Getting those, getting the bump. Those sweet boys have been everywhere with that movie. They're they? traveling all over this fine. I still need to land. I haven't got my chance, but they did something last night here. Did or they tonight here? Oh, I had no idea. Red Brick Road Film Festival or something. I saw. I got an invite on Facebook. I don't know. I think I got an invite too, but I already seen it. We yeah. could get you a screener for that. I'm I sure bet we can make that happen. We know people. Yeah, uh, cannibals. Yes. Uh, where does where does this rank in sort of the overall like what excludes you from of, the human family? <laughs> we'll get to that. I mean, what do they mean and what is it? I, I just mean like in the pantheon of cannibal films. Oh, do yeah. they have a meaning like zombies? Is that kind of I mean, zombies are sort of understood to always have some kind of larger. I feel like. But yeah. does the cannibal? The cannibal does do more of the vampire kind of stuff, you know, which is in the origin DNA of yeah. the zombie to start with. But zombies are sort of distanced for obvious reasons from that and something much more real world right yeah cannibals Mm -hmm. do and can exist yeah and i I think is you know is like hey we want to have those same conversations but we also want to exist more in the real world Mm -hmm. and i think that's something that makes them more to me like harder to stomach than say a vampire (laughs) movie or a zombie movie like knowing that there have been plenty of instances where cannibalism has occurred. Yeah. Still occurs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that to me, there's something much more gruesome in it, even in a fictional story like this, yeah. or that idea of, oh, they're going to eat that fellow, you know, yeah. like that human on human violence level of, it makes it more harder for me to, it's like right murder's up, bad, in but term, it's desecration at that point. Right? Yeah. In yeah. terms and, of like, Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say uh, like the things that like scare, like I don't really get too unsettled. Like, I don't love stuff with like blades and knives, like you mm-hmm. know some of the stuff in Saw, like some of those kind of traps that get used are like just hard to watch for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what it is about knives and blades, but the idea of like oh, it's a cannibal movie, it was like really unsettling for me before even like getting into it. Interesting. Like there's, I, and I don't know if it is because it is such a real thing, mm-hmm. you know. Like I can, I can justify ghosts and demons and vampires and zombies, but like cannibals are, are a thing. Sometimes people want the meat of the long pig. Yeah. And sometimes people have to eat the meat of the long pig when they don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Which to me is like the much more. The Donner Party. Kind of the Donner Party. The, yeah. the Yellow Jackets. Yeah. That's where I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to eat my buddy. 
Um, <laughs> Sorry, Steve. But I get what you mean. Like, mm, there is Steve. <laughs> it is like I was trying to think of it's something that is as taboo as cannibalism. I guess it's pedophilia, and that's a much harder thing to make a movie about. <laughs> sure, right? Yeah, yeah. it's just for obvious reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it is kind of like it, it is like the assignment is immediately how do we like think about the social taboo and what is, what do we say about it in our movie? Because you're right, it is like one of the worst th- like it's just kind of obviously there are you know some cultures where cannibalism is like less of an issue but even then it's still not like a common practice sure so um i'm sure you could find some examples of you know groups that have existed where it was more common but yeah was, i mean new guinea is a place you could yeah. go and find mm-hmm. some but like yeah. largely a taboo across cultures for yeah. most of human history so it is it is interesting that like whether it's a vampire, whether it's a zombie, like we're, we're very interested in this, this idea of, of the consumption of, of each other. Um, even when we don't put it in the real world, but we have to other it. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. we have to, in a way that we can process it. And yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think putting it in the real world, making it the, the, the othering is less there. And the othering in this film is like the, the ways in which they're othering the people to be eaten, Mm -hmm. which is very interesting. Yeah. And that's, that is sort of, you know, seems to be like, a feature of their hunting method is like sort of finding somebody that they, you know, is, is less than or mm-hmm. easy. Like, I mean, they try to kidnap a homeless kid, right? Like their, their targets get beat up by the other homeless beat kids. Up by kids. <laughs> so okay. funny. That so is a funny. really funny bit. Uh, maybe I, yeah, I can't believe I didn't realize this was a funny movie. Yeah. I should have picked up on that. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, yeah. It's a bunch of more heroin. If they get the kid, get it back home. Oh my God. God. Yeah. I, well, I thought they different were, movie. I kind of thought they were for a second. Well, there's, you know, there is an assumption maybe this one kid's dead because he's not, you know, they're all kind of gathered around the one. There is, yeah, the assumption that like, like, we broke his neck or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is pretty, pretty intense in its way. I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm with you guys. I am like interested in just the very depiction of cannibals. Mm-hmm. And, and it is sort of a, of course, we can't stop making movies and telling stories about it. But like, is, is there as an author said, right? is there a one to one like zombies are always about something? Is cannibalism always about something or is well, it just well, like I'm an exploration? To, I mean, Texas Chainsaw is obviously I think the and Raw are the kind of the big gross big out cannibalisms. I think of I don't know if either of you have seen. Is it fresh? Is that the one with the, the Winter Soldier yeah. over on the Hulu? Yeah. Uh, real good. But, mm-hmm. you know, leans into that as well. And really playing that within the satirical idea of the I think the romance film and modern romance mm-hmm. and you know, some of those questions there. And so again, I don't, I can't think of many other, well, there's the other, there's the other way of playing it. So rather than playing it as this sort of, um, very visceral kind of reaction for the audience, you can play it as the thing that is weirdly enticing, like the Hannibal, the food food porn of Hannibal Mm -hmm. or Silence of the Lambs, you know, uh, or I mean, even to a lesser extent, the cook, the thief, his wife and her lover, uh, in which you know um, it's a, it's in a gourmet restaurant, although they're sort of appalled at you know whatever his name is. Neil. I did not know that was a thing. I didn't either. I'm happy. That only makes me want to see that. Movie. I know. I've always wanted to see more. Now that I know cannibalism. Well, is in you it. know, Sweeney Todd is kind of I yeah. guess there as well, right? Mm-hmm. Serving up the food and you don't know it's the thing. Right. Well, which um, makes it more fried green tomatoes. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Secrets in the sauce. The secret is in the sauce and mm. fried green tomatoes. That's true. God, I need to watch movie. movies, man. Movies are good. I need to watch you more of them. Heard of them? I didn't uh, know that either. You did. Wow. Yeah. Fragrant Tomatoes is an interesting movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sounds like it's it. great. It's, it's, an ish, it's a good way to get rid of a body. <laughs> Wait, Another movie that should that? be gayer than it is. Mm. That's pretty gay. Should be gayer. Okay. Well, I mean, it the could book, be. The book is gayer. As I, I mean, understand it, it definitely can be. I mean, yeah. It definitely can will be. 
Okie dokie. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys are the ones that like this movie. We got anything else? Or are we ready to bring this into the station? Let's, let's bring it in the station. What do we say? Um, we'll serve up these hors d'oeuvres. Um, what do you say? Shelf or trash for We Are What We Are, Arthur? Dang it. Why'd you go to me first? Uh, I, oh. I, I, I was very into this movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I think I would very gently just put it on top of the trash bin is where I would go. I don't know that it's essential, um, but I do like it. And I think I would like to revisit it down the road and see uh, how it stands up. Dalton, did we turn you around? Nah, you can watch this with ads on Tubi. You don't need to own this. The remake's better. I'm also going to trash it. Oh, you like you do prefer the remake? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it just because it's like playing? It feels with like those, it has more going on. Yeah, that's I, interesting. I, I, the rural stuff, yeah, the religious yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it was some of uh, yeah. This feels like a nice outline to something deeper. Yes, for is sure. That kind of where you're going with it. That's exactly where I'm going. And maybe yeah. that's why I I don't connect with this ultimately. It's a good first draft. Yeah, it's playing with fire, and I don't know that it like earns it. Yeah, and maybe that's why I'm kind of out. So this raises a question. Dear listener, do you love the original We Are What We Are, and are we wrong? Dalton wants to tell you how you can tell us that. That's right. Tell us what you think about this film or any other film. Hell, you know, you just tell us what you think about any old cannibal movie. Go to GoodTrashGenreCast at gmail.com. That's the name of the podcast you're listening to at gmail.com for your feedback. We would love to hear it. Uh, You can also find most of us, and by most of us, I mean the three of us, uh, online in various places. Um, we're not really posting as a show anymore because of the balkanization of, uh, social media. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're out there. We're on the Instas. We're on the letterboxd. Uh, find us, check it out. Uh, I'm not gonna make it easy for you today though. Uh, last but certainly not least, you can find us over on patreon.com forward slash GTM. Um, and that's where you can help us keep the lights on and get a little something for yourself as well. Whether that is a film sent to you by the Arthrotron 5000, the ultimate tastemaker, uh, the true algorithm for all of your viewing needs, and the only algorithm that results in you having a physical media object. Um, again, that's at patreon.com forward slash GTM, where you can learn more about supporting the show and what's in it for you. Thank you for that, Dalton. Arthur, what are we watching next week? Uh, well, next week, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the international keeps, keeps us going. We've, we've, uh, we've gone to Europe, we've come to the Americas, and I guess I think we're going back across the pond one more time. Dalton, though, is taking us home for Shocktober 12. That's right. We're getting back across the Atlantic to the lowlands of Western Central Europe. We're going to go check out our friends, the Danes. Oh, I love the Danes. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark, though, because they can't help but go to Holland. and They shouldn't. Don't go to Holland. It's speak no evil. Uh, some real freak shit from 2022 uh, that I've been really excited to make Arthur and Dustin watch. Uh, and when I found out I was not going to be able to do People Under the Stairs, uh, for my Shocktober pick. This was when I, when we found out we were doing international, this was kind of the only film I was like, all right, well now I finally have like a really good excuse to make you guys watch this. And, uh, we can talk about what I, I, I couldn't stop calling absolute sicko shit, um, mm. throughout all of 2022. We're also going to discuss, is it Jackie Weaver or is it <laughs> Melissa Leo? <laughs> That's right. We've time traveled. We already know what's going to happen. Gonna on that episode. What movie we're watching next week? Cause I'll be confused. That's, That's true. true. Dustin will be deeply confused about what the next film is. I'm uh, foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> so you keep watching and we'll keep talking and we'll see you all next time.